back everyone j bone here for smash this podcast good morning everyone yes that's <laughs> that is uh something different that is going on today we're doing this in the morning not not very typical of j bone is it no but um it's a sign that Things are changing in the podcast because most of my shows that I'm going to do now are going to be done during the day. I'm still going to be doing TNI at night when I can, but uh, there are changes being made to the household that I can't do a lot of nighttime podcasting anymore but you're still gonna get plenty of content from good old j-bone don't worry about that so a lot of stuff going on not gonna get into all the 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 details of everything but um had a very busy but good weekend hope you all did as well and because of the stuff that happened this weekend is why there's so many changes happening as far as times and, you know, when I'm going to be able to do things. Like, I couldn't do anything this past weekend. I couldn't join my regular regular TNI crew and do the simulcast. But I'm here now, Monday morning. Um, I've actually been up for several hours already. But I had to watch this. I didn't have time to watch it during the weekend. I heard, I heard a couple spoilers. I heard a couple things like, uh, you know, jazz losing. But beyond that, I really didn't hear much. So I was able to avoid a lot of spoilers. So, um, and we'll, we're going to go into just a couple other things. And we're going to dive Head first right into Hardcore Justice 2021. So along with changes to the time slots that I'm going to be doing stuff as far as going live, um, I've decided to, because there are changes and when you want like updates for just Smash This Podcast stuff, because some people are on Facebook, some people are on Twitter, But I noticed one thing that was missing as far as socials that I've noticed has picked up because I've been participating in another one from Total Nonstop Impact, and that's a Discord. So if you look in the description of the video for the first time ever, there is a brand new Smash This Podcast Discord. Now, um, I'm not on socials as much as I'd like to, but I can guarantee you one thing that um, I'm going to do my best to try to keep the Discord as toxic-free as possible. So, and uh, But that's up to you guys. You know, I try to keep a friendly discussion you know, but I've, I I put little rooms in there for everything and anything you want to discuss in the world of wrestling, different brands, different things. You want to discuss music, all sorts of things. It's in there. You want a different uh, chat room suggestion? By all means, hit me up. I'll make it. So it's it's uh it's for me, but it's also very much for you guys to discuss stuff along with me what's going on in the world of professional wrestling and or uh, other stuff you know in life just no politics please that's all I ask Buckshot Kids in here Mark's in here what is up hope you had a great vacation saw some of your pictures online tremendous um, so yeah, jump into discord. Mark actually got a quick invite. He was the first one in there, but yeah, so, and I'll, I'll send out a link on the socials later today and, or tomorrow, depending on time availability, 
But so for you guys here now, the Discord is live. You got the invite right there. Jump in. Take advantage of it. Discuss stuff with each other and not have to worry about somebody jumping down your throat from some other social media, you know? So, oh, and one other quick thing I want to let you guys know, starting today through Friday, 15% off in the store that's in the description through uh, the Smash This Podcast merch site. 15% off today through Friday. So, guys, take advantage of that. Get yourself some some new merch. There's hats, tees, sweatshirts, tank tops, buttons. No fanny packs yet. (laughs) I'm hoping they come in soon. I'm not sure what the deal is with that. I'm, you know, this is all still new to me using these guys. But I've noticed that they do have fanny packs, but they're out of stock right now. So, you know, hit up Spreadshirt. Tell them, hey, get those fanny packs in. We want to order some Smash This Podcast fanny packs. All right. So. So, all right, so we're going to dive into this now. This is for Hardcore Justice. Um, Wrong page here. had lots of notes here. Um, Hardcore Justice 2021 on the Impact Plus app. I got to say, you know, the other day it seemed like there was some, uh, some stuff going on with, um, Troubles, people trying to get into impact bus and stuff. Well, I I could say that I didn't ha- have any problems trying to watch this. I it's it seems like it's cleared up a little bit, but they do ma- need to make a stronger, you know, live format for this, you know. So I, and I don't know if anybody had any problems watching it live when it was on Saturday, but um, watching the replay early this morning, I didn't have any problems. So hopefully um, this is a sign that they've, you know, fixed some glitches or, or whatever, you know, they just, it, it just needs to be a stronger website overall, I think, you know. But uh, it is what it is for now. So, hey, Jesse Cole's in here. What is up? Yeah, come on in. Sound off from wherever you're watching from. All right. So, and we did have some nice surprises in this uh, Impact Plus special. That was cool. Well, we'll get into everything. So, we found out what the teams were. Um, actually most of this, I found out live while watching cause I was able to stay off of social media for the most part. Uh, so we got Ace Austin and Madman Fulton versus TJP who picked Falaba. Like we kind of knew Ace Austin was going to pick Fulton because they have specifically said we are a tag team. They have said that. Uh, Josh Alexander bringing in X Division. I'll say, I'll you know what? I'll, I'll just say Canadian royalty, if you will. Mr. Petey Williams. Crazy to see Petey Williams back in an Impact Wrestling ring. And um, man, is this a sign? Is this a sign that we've got a full-blown Team Canada back in Impact Wrestling? We're going to have to wait and see. Um, But, you know, and and I don't know how long Petey's sticking around. We haven't seen him in a long time. We really don't know. I don't, and I haven't heard anything. So if you've heard anything, hit J-Bone up. Let me know in the chat what you've heard, what you think is happening with Petey. 
And do you want to see Petey stick around with Josh, you know, or are you, you not into them bringing back, um, you know, the former X division champion, if you will. So, um, <laughs> Mark, <laughs> Mark in the chat says Petey's a legend, but before that he says, I hate Fulton's gear so much. I literally was enraged. He must, uh, um, had some uh, bad snacks while <laughs> while watching. Are you sure it was the? Are you sure it was Fulton's gear? It wasn't something you ate? Um, and he says uh, Josh should be solo, but I hope we still see Petey. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. So you want to see more of more of a solo star out of Josh as opposed to uh, the tag team of team canada all right all right so but yeah let let me see let me see the opinions whether you're watching it live or on the replay um drop it in the comments let me know what you think i tell you you know there's been a lot of discussion lately about impact wrestling's tag division i know this match was more centered around the X division rivalries leading into what is coming up in a couple weeks rebellion, right? For the X division championship where that ACE is going to be defending. But I tell you this match between the three tag teams was so good. In my opinion, it really made me feel a little better about the tag division situation in this company you got ace and fulton tjp and falaba josh alexander and pd williams i'm i'm really me personally i really hope they stay a tag team i mean i want to see trust me i i like mark want to see josh have a great x division solo run he deserves that you know one half of the longest reigning impact wrestling tag team champions of all time. That's, that's pretty incredible right there that he had that run, but now his former partner, Ethan page is gone. So it's time for him to shine now. And, and maybe, maybe Petey will come in and, and be more of a, maybe a mentor figure, not, not necessarily a manager, but stick around it to some degree, but have more focus on Josh. We'll, we'll have to wait and see how things um, portray themselves over the next few weeks leading into rebellion. So, um, but yeah, this, this was a lot of fun. Loved this tag match. Oh, I'm getting the notifications now. It's crazy. Um, all right. Yes, I will watch being, being the elite later. All right. Um, so Josh Alexander and Petey Williams come out with a win here. Josh having that advantage going into rebellion getting in the head of all of his opponents coming up in the next few weeks. So is PD going to stick around and give him help with that push? Or is Josh going to be on his own to fly his own Canadian flag and, and sing the anthem and all that stuff? Actually, I think Scott should come out with uh, Josh Damore and, and sing the uh, flag and Something else just popped in my head. I was thinking, I was like, okay, if we're doing a Team Canada thing, what if Josh started coming out with Kenny Omega and Don Callis? That'd be crazy, eh? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's right, Mark. Don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. If you're 
on Twitch. You can cheer bits. You can sub. You can gift subs. You can do all those lovely things to help the brand grow. We are now going into our next match, the Cheerly Legal. That's right, folks. They're just making up all sorts of new hardcore match terminology words, these these crazy things here. We got all sorts of uh, nutty things happening. Cheerly Legal. We've got the lion, the young lion, Shira, versus Hernandez. Hernandez is back. And these two, uh, these two big guys just, uh, just uh, what is what is what did I hear somebody say recently? He said, "Oh, just two big guys slapping meat or something." It's it sounded horrible. It sounded great for about a hot second, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know if I want to say that." But now it's out there. I can't take it back. I just can't rewind. Shira versus Hernandez. I really like this, and it was not overly done with the use of the chairs. Um, yeah, Mark says here, uh, this ending had me twisted, not going to lie. <laughs> what the fuck, Rohit, do it out there, bro. <laughs> yeah, we get the interference at the end from Rohit Raju helping out. The lion, Shira, I don't understand. I we all thought that they were done, and that 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 bond was broken. And now, Rohit is out there helping him, and Shira's you know responding in kind, like, oh okay. But now, how is this going to go forward? Is Rohit going to? look at Shira and say, you were about to lose. You need me in your corner. You can't do this without me. Or is it going to be a, a, you know, a 50, 50 dual thing where they're, they're like equal partners in this, you know, in a tag team or something. But I was really enjoying, and I love Rohit. I love the fact that this last year he's really stepped up his game. But I've said this before. This is all building Shira. I really feel like they're starting to just do this slow storyline build of Shira. It's a little confusing, you know, like, okay, what's going on with Rohit? But I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I can't wait to see what happens next. It's going to be very interesting what road they go down as far as Rohit supporting him. Is he going to guilt trip him into you need me or you can't do this without me? We'll have to wait and see. But Shira comes out with a big win here after Rohit, that chair shot to the head of Hernandez. My God. That was vicious. Out cold. Out cold with that one. We get the, now we head over to Swinger's Palace and Storm and Sabin are just uh, several drinks into having a blast here at the palace. They don't want to leave. To quote Sabin, they love this place. And then in walks Triple XL. And uh, Storm challenges them to a drinking match where it's just, you know, basically what sounds like is who can drink who under the table first. Uh, and then it just gets insane later. And we'll get into that. Oh, then we also get, uh, you know, swingers, cracking jokes and, and uh, Matt uh, Cardona comes in. And Dreamer pops out of nowhere and makes a crate uh, American bash match. Crate, as in mystery crate. So like a mystery crate match. But I love the fact that he said, 
Crate American Bash. Um, it's just all these goofy little, you know, nostalgic, um, nostalgic things coming out. It's just funny. Uh, Doc Gallows versus Black Taurus. Uh, another match, two guys just clobbering the crap out of each other. Was a little surprised that Crazy Steve didn't help uh, Taurus out more like Carl did for Doc. But, um, you know, Doc Gallows getting the win here. Going into Rebellion strong with a win. That's important because they've got to keep that mindset going into Rebellion because they're trying to get those belts back from Finn Juice. So, um, but this was a lot of fun. This was actually a match that I was uh, wanting to see before they booked it. So this was great. This wasn't, you know, by any means like match of the night or anything or of the morning, I should say, considering I watched it this morning. But um, I still wanted to see these two, you know, these two big guys going at it. A lot of fun. All right. Next, we've got uh, promo time from Arrow Young. Uh, Eric Young, excuse me, from Violent by Design. Talking about the headlining match coming up later. Then we get the Mystery Crate match. The Crate American Bash. Johnny Swinger versus Matt uh, Cardona. This was just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of comedy. Some some decent old school wrestling, which is what you're going to get with Johnny Swinger. He's a great heel, but he's comedic. Always playing to the Swingerellas, you know, the swing Swingettes. I don't know. What, what do they call them? Is it Swingerellas? Um, you know, he's always, you know, flexing the muscles for the girls. Hey, Styles is in here. Good morning, brother. Um. So yeah, just just a lot of fun. Not not too much to say about this this one. Uh, Matt Cardona looked great, gets the win here, and actually leaves with one of the crates, but doesn't reveal what's in it. He just looks at it, cracks it open, and he says, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm keeping this one," and and leaves the ring with the crate. Uh, one funny note here to um, talk about. Swinger reaching in, um, reaching in one of them, and had there was a giant rat trap wrapped around his hand. Uh, jeez, <laughs> uh, just you know, you never know what you're gonna get in the mystery crate. Well, he unfortunately got uh, more than he could handle, but a bump. Uh, Buckshot Kid says, I hated the finish of this match. Myers uh, should should have interfered and caused Cardona the match. That certainly could have been another way around this, but we saw a little bit of that later, only it was the other way around. We'll get into that. Um, Mark says, hilarious and brilliant bridge building to the feud loved that he took the crate. Yeah, so we find out later why, which is actually really funny. Um, we get a flashback of RVD versus Sabu, Hardcore Justice 2010 from 11 years ago. Crazy. <clears throat> Good stuff. I just reviewed that one not too long ago. You can check that out. It's in one of my... in the. Um, the Smashes podcast throwback playlist because I've been doing about about one a month, one or two a month, depending on my time. Figure um, figure I'm due for another one soon, but um, I don't know what I'm going to review. We'll have to wait and see. Any suggestions out there? Hit me up and let me know. Um. 
drop them in the chat or drop them in that new discord the link is in the description um i'll be monitoring that day by day uh flashback and what's next okay more more chaos from swingers palace then we get a promo from callahan uh giving an open challenge uh during hardcore justice so who is going to answer the call for sammy callahan's open challenge here none other than sam beal it's been a while since we've seen sam beal because he's been involved in this whole storyline feud or not really a feud anymore it's more of sammy callahan trying to mold and mentor trey miguel so sam beal comes out this one's um, I, I don't know. I guess you can call this a squash match. This one lasted almost five minutes. It was about four, four and change, I guess. Pretty much a squash match. Um, Sam really just gets slowly put out of his misery here. So Sammy Callahan beats him with the um, uh, package pile driver. Good to see Sam Beal again. I don't know. Are they going to keep him around? Are they going to slowly build him? Uh, he certainly is new. They said he's only been around for a few years, but um, I mean, for, for the little he did um, on offense, you got to be able to, you know, take a bump, you know, and get to get your licks in, you know, this is, this is, you know, earning, you know, you're, you're earning the respect when you can do a match like this. It's all in that psychology of the wrestling business. All right. Next, we got a hardcore blindfold match. A uh, little more comedy in this one, but this one was a lot of fun. We had Brian Myers versus Jake something. Um, these two have had an interesting journey, you know, Brian Myers slowly working his way up with all these wins. And now he's dealing with an old friend, um, Matt Cardona, but now Jake, something gets caught in the mix here. And I gotta say, I loved what they did with the surrounding areas around the ring they really kind of wrapped the entrance all the way around and it was especially noticeable during the jake something entrance where you had the rain what looked like like electric rain coming down and you saw that on all like the was that called the teardrop effect whatever around the whole you know stage and then going around the ring it looked really slick I loved it. Hope they keep that. It's a great effect. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. So they're both they're both blindfolded. They got the bags over their heads and they're trying to, you know, they're blind and they're feeling for each other. Uh, they're trying not to make too much noise so they could sneak up on the opponent. And oh, they grabbed the ref. They grabbed the ref. You know, all this kind of crazy drama. So yeah, it's a little comical watching them do that, and then. And then it gets violent. They they get to the outside of the ring. They grab some. They find uh, you know the 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 steel whatever you know trash can lid. All the weapons strewn around ringside on the floor. That's it's it's still it's pure luck is what this match is. You know whoever finds what first and can use it successfully, and then you know end it with a one two three. Now, Matt Cartona comes down with the mystery crate that he took, he took, I should say took home, but he didn't really take it all the way home. So, you know, that he took away from his match with Swinger 
and because of you know shenanigans and trying to you know take a peek or you know see what your opponent is doing brian Myers started doing that was able to beat down jake when it looked like he was just about had enough and was about to beat him uh matt cardona shows up with the mystery crate was able to slide it to jake something while distracting brian myers uh jake something hits him with the crate and with the uh black hole slam and gets a win here i'm gonna call this an upset especially when you're dealing with a veteran like brian myers but jake gets a big win here i'm not sure where jake goes from here obviously this is still you know matt cardona and brian myers are on track to face each other at rebellion we know that's coming in a couple weeks and yeah, this was big for Jake, but what's next for him? We'll have to wait and see. Great win, though, for him. Happy for him. He needed that. Especially now that he's, you know, not dealing with violent by design anymore. Or is he? Hmm. Now we get a promo here from Team Tommy Dreamer. Flanked with uh, Eddie Edwards, Mac, and a fired up Rich Swan. So fired up. And um, man, I have not seen this kind of charisma out of him before. I mean, I'm, I'm, he's a he could be very charismatic. He could be goofy. He could do pretty much whatever. But Rich Swan looked like a million bucks here. Just fired up and just they just let him go they just let him go talk his talk and um you know the job is to get everyone watching fired up for this as well because this really did kind of come out of nowhere and i've seen a few opinions out there that were not very excited for this match because of who Tommy Dreamer's secret weapons or his secret, you know, the secret team reveal was a lot of people wanted Saban, Storm, and maybe a surprise from Chris Harris getting back in the ring. We didn't get that. That upset some people, especially with what happened on the last, uh, last few episodes. So, you know, and we even had uh, James Storm saying at one point when he was in Swinger's Palace with with Saban, like, man, I wish we were part of Team Dreamer. It's interesting. I don't know if there's going to be any follow-up to that or what, but so we'll have to wait and see. Um. But, I mean, I, I was I was excited for Team Dreamer versus VBD after watching this. Swan came through 110% on this promo. Great stuff. Number one contenders match for the Knockouts title weapons match featuring Rosemary, Tennille Dashwood, Jordan Grace, Alicia Edwards, Havoc, and... Susan, who is then taken out by a returning Sue Young. Great how this happened. There was all the fog and smoke on the stage, the lights going, the the entrance music blaring from uh, Sue Young, and she she get you could you was kind of hard to tell, but you could tell she gave her the mandible claw, and then just put her down to the ground and took her out. And if you noticed, briefly, if you blinked and missed it, they showed referees helping Susan to the back. Because here I'm thinking, 
Susan's, Susan's just taken out by Sue Young and then, you know, maybe disappearing. No, they actually show her being helped to the back as in she is still a separate entity. I don't want to overthink this, but that's kind of bizarre, you know? So... <laughs> Mark <laughs> Mark really wanted to see Susan in this match. It would have been a lot of fun, but the return of Sue Young was pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. She looked amazing in this match. She really did. Like a whole new white dress that was just stained with like a fluorescent hot pink, almost looking like blood drips on it. It was it was sick. I really, I really dug it. And um, I mean, when when Sue Young is on, Sue Young is on, and she is. I, I think she has become my new favorite not, current knockout. I really, I, I really feel like she's my favorite because I had another favorite, but she, she went off to find greener pastures somewhere else. So now Sue Young is back to wreak, uh-oh, havoc? <laughs> so, uh, but this was a lot of fun. Everybody got their stuff in here. Uh, weapons match. And there was, there was, there was so much to uh, digest in this one. Let's see, I, I took a few notes here. Trash cans were used. Um, a stapler was used. They, she had, uh, Alicia actually stapled what looked to be Tennille Dashwood's butt. I was going to say rear end, but we'll just say it. She stapled her butt. <clears throat> now, the one upsetting thing about this is I didn't notice Tennille Dashwood do a lot. She did the perfect heel. Okay, I'm going to stand over here not take a lot of the stuff and then she swoops in at the end for the win but the action in this match was a lot of good what else did we get we got uh alicia edwards finding uh kendra they, they they named it kendra the kendo stick as opposed to kenny which was funny uh rosemary brought in thousands of tacks Novea came in and distracted uh, Havoc, who was about to put, uh, was it Jordan Grace? I forgot who who she was about to take out. But uh, Novea, Fuji dusted. <laughs> See, this was hilarious to me. So I was like, oh, she got the Fuji dust from Swinger. Um. You know, she dusted Havoc. Havoc was down. Tennille Dashwood uh, was about to get pinned by, oh, was it Jordan Grace? And then Tennille swooped in and got the win by barely doing what I felt was anything. But that's that's the that's the big you know, that that's what big heels do. You know, they swoop in out of nowhere and it's like, oh, God. I've seen that plenty of times in this company and others. Um, yeah, Mark says, Rosemary selling Sue's return with joy was my favorite part of this match. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. They were like, um, they were excited to see her because of what it could mean for the future. But then, you know, obviously Sue Young just turning on everybody and just wreaking, here's that word again, havoc. Um, Mark says, going with Tennille here may be unpopular, but it makes a lot of sense. They have rebellion coming up and expecting a lot of new eyes. So put your most well-known people out there i get it yeah it's like a business pick i guess i get it um 
and I will say she's ha- she has shown a lot of improvement over the last year, in my opinion. So, uh, Hakeem's in the chat. What is up? Welcome. So, yeah, uh, uh, this was a lot of fun. Everybody got uh, their their stuff in. Tanil Dashwood swoops in at the end with the with the win. Swingers Palace segment back again. So Swingers Palace is all over this. That's just crazy. Now they're playing a really horrible version of Beer Pong. Sabin with the Bobby Roode Easter egg here. Did you guys catch it? He called the box or collection, if you will, of beer pongs, uh, the, the balls, glorious. Is that a sign that maybe someone's returning down the road? That maybe they're, they're putting the feelers out because they've heard about somebody's contract ending I have not heard anything but there have been a few beer money references we saw that on the thousandth match anniversary episode of James Storm now we heard the glorious mention hmm do you want to see Bobby Roode return to impact wrestling. Let me tell you, I'd love to see it. It would really jack things up in the company, in my opinion, in my professional podcasting opinion. But this was just craziness. They were drunk. They were playing beer pong. And of course, um, beer guns wins. They but not really, you know, they just trashed Swingers Palace. Is this going to be the end for Swingers Palace, or is Johnny Swinger going to get the Swingerellas to chip in and fix everything? We'll have to wait and see on the next episode of Impact Wrestling. Uh, But yeah, Larry, Larry D goes through a table just trashing the place. Oh my God, just crazy. Knockouts title match versus career. Deanna Prazo versus Jazz. Deanna Prazo, of course, defending her Impact Wrestling Knockouts title against Jazz, who put her career on the line. Tommy Dreamer tried to talk her out of it. <clears throat> and me personally, I really. I really wanted Jazz to win this one. I did not want to see her go away, especially knowing if she was going to say goodbye and end her career in the ring of Impact Wrestling, that it wasn't in front of fans. That was the really kind of sad thing about Jazz doing this here. Um, I'd say about 75% of this match was Deanna Perrazzo just beating the hell out of Jazz. She really did. Just, just putting on a clinic, working on that arm constantly, getting it ready, but then ending it with, uh, the queen's gambit. So she didn't tap her out. Like we thought maybe she would when she was working on that arm throughout the entire match. Great match though. Great match. Um, so just want to say thank you jazz for, um, doing what you do giving back to the fans and having that last run in impact wrestling. It was really special for us that love this brand 
so much and appreciate what you bring uh, to the world of women's wrestling. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm assuming she is done. Like I say, you never assume it could have been one of those things where loser leaves town. Then maybe we could see jazz go somewhere else the rest of the year. Like maybe help out in AEW or maybe go back to the NWA. But I haven't heard anything online as far as what's what could be next for Jazz. I, I don't know anything. I haven't researched anything. I watched this fresh this morning. But I did hear that she did lose. So that was the only thing I heard over the course of the weekend. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but tremendous match, folks. If you haven't watched this one, at least watch this one. This was one of the, the better matches of the evening um, for Hardcore Justice 2021. Jazz with her career on the line versus Gianna Prazo. Gianna Prazo winning successfully, defending successfully, which means at... Rebellion in just a few short weeks. Uh, Deanna Peraza will defend against Tennille Dashwood. Very interesting. Um, almost puts Deanna Prazo in a babyface position against Tennille Dashwood, in my opinion. Don't want to overthink this, thinking, okay, this one's got to be the heel, this one's got to be... No, just kind of feels like that. Let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, Jordan Grace comes out to uh, scoop Jazz up and uh, pick her up and um, just kind of be there for her because this is a very emotional moment for Jazz. Like I said, I, I really wish this could have been in front of fans and then you really get that emotional feeling that response from the fans but we I mean, you can see it online you can see it in what people type on twitter and facebook and whatever or instagram or whatever but it's not the same it's not the same but i've seen nothing but love out there for jazz and uh the same is coming from me j-bone here on smash this podcast thank you jazz for all you've done especially this last six months with impact wrestling it's been a blast watching you you've brought so much in such a short period of time to this great division of ours um so yeah we'll see we'll see i mean obviously we've got uh another legendary knockouts woman coming back taylor wilds coming soon who knows maybe as early as this Thursday. We'll have to wait and see. Coming soon. Uh, then we get the main event. Hardcore War. Basically felt like a War Games match without the War Games setting. You know, you start out with two and then each one from each team comes out one by one and then the match really starts. You can't end it before every member is out there and it ends in pinfall or submission so earlier we saw tommy dreamer beating down dr ross thank god for dr ross out there examining tommy dreamer telling coach scott demore that tommy is out of the match cannot participate but it is absolutely time for the match. Got to get out there. Got to do your thing. They can't wait anymore. Um, so right now, it's looking like the odds are really with Violent by Design. Because it's four on three. Not good odds, especially in this kind of match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading the comments. Styles are cracking me up. Um, 
Buckshot Kid says, is Deanna the new legend killer? Ooh, it's quite the term there. Quite the term there, Buckshot Kid. I don't know. I don't know. She's she's knocking them out one by one lately, isn't she? We'll have to wait and see. Um, I don't know if I'd call Tennille Dashwood a legend, though. She's done some fun stuff. She's had an interesting and, and fun career to watch, but I don't know if I'd call her a legend. Maybe if she beats Taylor Wilde, then you, she, you really say she's a legend killer. You know? Who knows? Um, so Hardcore War, Dreamers Attack, Dreamers Out. Out comes Cody and Eddie Edwards to start it out. Then Rhino comes out. Oh, my God. This Rhino looking fresh, rejuvenated, just sick. Some new gear looking like the classic Rhino gear with the spider web and Rhino on it. But new colors with the yellow. And it actually said violent by design on his hip on his gear looked crazy i loved it this this fresh look of of rhino this old ecw-esque style rhino oh my god this is one scary version of rhino uh then out comes the chocolate thunder if you will the Mac is back, followed by Joe Doring. Oh my God, Joe Doring <laughs> hits the ring and looks in the camera, snarls, and says, "Oh yeah, <laughs> just, I love Joe Doring, man. He can just do no wrong. He's such a beast." Then out comes Swan. Then out comes. EY, and just when you think it's done, the countdown continues. What's supposed to be Dreamer's spot? Oh, is it going to be Dreamer? Is he going to come out at the end? No, it's not Dreamer. We get a fresh Trey Miguel out there to round out so it's even for both teams, for Team Dreamer. Four on four, Hardcore War has officially started. And just all the weapons being used, the table spots, all that stuff. Uh, hopefully no one got injured in this because that uh, that dive that Trey did towards the end, putting Eddie and, is it Joe? I think it was Joe. Through the table, looked wicked. He was really hold, held, holding his um, leg at the end there, and I don't think he got up the rest of the match. <clears throat> um but Team Violent by Design comes out with a pretty interesting and scary win. Puts, puts them in an interesting spot, pinning Mac, but still Rich Swan taking a loss just weeks before Rebellion. Now, I'm not going to be that kind of guy that says, oh, well, then who are they going to pick from Violent by Design to throw in the Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan match because that team lost? No, I'm not going that far. Unless Swan was pinned for the Violent by Design win. Then you could throw that theory in there. But I'm not going to do that here. Um, but still Swan on the team that lost is interesting going into rebellion in a few weeks. And what does this mean for violent by design going into rebellion? I mean, they've got a very strong mindset in all this going into a huge pay-per-view in a couple weeks. They're standing strong. They're looking unstoppable. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. 
violent by design is absolutely the most dangerous force in impact wrestling right now. You got four old school. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Cody in that old school. He's been around for a for a decent amount of time. Because he was in Impact over 10 years ago. So he's had a long storied career in and out of this company. But still, uh, this this new Cody Diener is just looking sick. Especially the way he's reacting to what Eric Young is saying in the promos. The way everybody's just honing in and hanging on every word of Eric Young. It's pretty, pretty amazing if you ask me. Um, Mark says, I'm liking this Rhino so far. Yeah. J-Rock Freak, what's up, says this was a big win for, for VBD. Yes, absolutely. Um, Buckshot Kid says, did Trey Miguel really get hurt at the end of the match? He was grabbing his right leg. Yeah, that crash through the table and how he landed looked really... We'd have to like slow it down and see exactly if something clipped his leg on the way down. It happened so fast it was hard to tell. But yeah, he was holding his shin on his one leg and reacting like he really hurt himself after that crash. So I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything. I haven't looked at anybody's timeline to see if anybody's nursing anything or anything. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But that's that's the risk you take when you do those kind of moves, you know, table spots, any kind of thing like that. You are at risk because you don't know how stuff is going to go until you do the move or spot or whatever you want to call it. So, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. I didn't have a lot of, um, how do you say, um, I didn't have a lot of, um, I wasn't that excited for this one, but I knew it was going to be fun. You know, dreamer having the, the control over everything and just making up stuff as we went along. I mean, a lot of this stuff was made up within the last week as far as putting the matches together. And as Impact Wrestling fans, a lot of these Impact Plus specials are made up a week or two card-wise right before the event. So I, I think we've come to get used to that. Some of these deserve a longer build. But for some of these, you don't need a ton of build. You throw people in a match, you give them a stipulation, and just kind of watch the chaos happen. You don't need a lot of build for something like that, you know? So it's it's more just, hey, let's just watch it play out and enjoy it. And I felt like this show brought enough surprises and fun to it that this really was enjoyable. I'm not going to say it was card of the year or event of the year so far, but it was just enough to, you know, what your, <laughs> your, uh, your appetite for what's coming up in a few weeks. So, Yeah, they call it high risk for a reason. That's right. Oh, Mark says, oh, one criticism. He continues, what's with the damn full-length flashback? I'm already watching this on the app. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, I just reviewed that not too long ago. So you should be watching those. Um, But it just ties into the, uh, I mean, they didn't show the whole thing. But uh, they showed enough of it, uh, Sabu versus RVD. And maybe that was just a nod towards RVD because he just went in WWE's Hall of Fame. It was a big week for him. Uh, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. So 
but whatever. So, um, so yeah, watch for uh, more stuff coming from Smash This Podcast later this week. Like I said, the times have changed, but I'm still putting out content. Not so much at night anymore because of what's going on in on around the house now. Um, but uh, I'll still be on when I can for TNI. Now, tomorrow's throwback, I'm probably going to miss. But um, I'll still, I'll be there in spirit. And I'll be on Thursday for the uh, the regular Impact Wrestling Review. So, uh, Mark says, I am much more available in the day, so let me know if you ever want me to sit in. Awesome, awesome. I'll hit you up sometime soon. Um, that'd be great. I appreciate it. So, a uh, little team T and I mixed in there. Awesome. And, and just a reminder, for those that came in length, there is a brand new Discord in the description of the video. A smash this podcast, brand new Discord with all sorts of chat rooms in it. Go, come on in. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm going to try to, you know, keep it a, a nice uh, argument-free zone share your opinions and just, you know, so it's not toxic like Twitter or whatever. Seeing so much of the toxicity out there is just horrible. Um, That's one thing I I like about the the smaller discords. You just, you know, bring up stuff and share, share ideas. So that's what that's for. So go check out the brand new uh, discord join and, um, chat me up you can ask questions and sometimes i'll be dropping updates and surprises in there as well so that's a bonus to be uh part of the discord and um there's a sale going on in the merch site in the description for from spreadshirt 15 percent off starting today through friday so Pick yourself up some merch for April. Uh, You know, if it's getting warmer in places wherever you are, there's tees, there's tanks, hats, buttons. You know, if it's still a little cold wherever you are, there's sweatshirts, hoodies, all sorts of stuff. Go, Go check it out. Mugs for drinking your favorite drinks. Start your day. The Smash This Podcast way. So, yeah. A lot of changes, but still the same old great smashes podcast content coming your way. Mark says, hello from Denmark. Denmark, that's amazing. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining. Make sure you smash that like button on your way out. Smash that sub button. We are on our way to 1K. We're going to hit it this year, folks. I can feel it. So. Uh, If you're watching a replay of this, by all means, let me know your comments down below and what you thought of the show. What were your favorite parts? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? It's all good. We'll discuss it and jump in that Discord and um, smash that sub button. Thanks for joining. We'll see you tomorrow for some all elite content. That's right. We're not doing it tonight. We'll do it tomorrow morning. We're going to try catching up with all things All Elite Wrestling, Dark Elevation. Can't wait to watch that later tonight. Looks like some good matches coming up. I got to check out the card myself. So, hope you're smashing your week and starting it great. We'll see you down the road real soon. Later, folks.